welcome welcome odiosas aka a bitch fest a place where you're free to roam and be your bitchiest self say no to everything and yes to some things welcome guys welcome 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 how are y'all doing i feel like i need to do like this thing where i add guests or whatever but I just, I'm like in a space where I just don't know how to be open with my thoughts and random people yet. If that makes sense to you, then like vibe out with me. I think it's like I'm slowly getting into that space. Because what I'm trying to work on, like, is like speaking and not expecting anything in return. Meaning, if somebody calls me, if somebody disagrees or agrees... I can, I don't need to harbor any emotion with it. You know what I mean? Like, it could just exist because it's valid, <laughs> you know? And I think I'm not in a space yet where I could just um, feel like my thoughts are worthy to be said because they just need to be said because of me. And if you need to say your thoughts, they're just yours. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, logically, I get it, but emotionally, I'm not there yet. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, I could do a conversation, but it's just making things a little bit bigger is just something I'm warming up to. But yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have a chat today. Uh, we're gonna have a chat today. Okay, so, oh, today, I've been riddled with anxiety for, like, the past two weeks, and I think I have, I have, like, major work wounds, major work wounds, like, I've always felt it, I've always known it, um, but this time, it was also in, like, my chart, <laughs> That I'm gonna have to deal with work wounds and funny enough around this time last year I did a reading and she kind of let me know that so she was like you're gonna have your work wounds come up and they're coming up I don't they're coming up <laughs> and they did come up and my work wounds did come up they came up a whole lot and like I don't feel like work wounds are discussed enough I feel like we don't even talk about work heartbreaks enough. And I, I think it's odd, especially in such a capitalist society that we live in and we exist in, whether we're working or not. It's just a lot of our existence, to some capacity, deal with capitalism, you know? And it's just, it kind of perplexes me how... We don't talk about how work heartbreaks are sometimes, if not always, bigger than romantic ones. You know? I, I mean, for me, it's been a major thing, you know? Because I feel like I haven't worked in spaces where my whole heart hasn't existed in. You know? Like, I, I'm just that type of vibe. Maybe that's why. And I've kind of like let work rule my life and then whatever tidbits I have left over are other parts of my life. 
So it's like work is A. And then everything else is like a B, C, D. Or maybe not even. <laughs> um, and I think now that it's like I've kind of taken a break. It's kind of like, I think life fed it to me in a space where my mental needed it. And I don't think I realized it until now because I've spent so much time just being jealous over the path that I didn't take or the time that I just chose to sit still versus running. And I chose to acknowledge that I have a weight of emotion and I don't like my mental fragility. And I prioritize that over chasing my dreams. And it's not like my dreams aren't in my space anymore, but I feel like I definitely chose to sit still for about two years now versus like, well, yeah, two, two years now, two and a half years now. Um, I chose to sit still versus like run and chase it because I feel like chasing your dreams nobody really tells you or teaches you that you're literally sprinting like my dream was just like I wanted to work with a major beauty brand and just be like their makeup ambassador and like work on celebrities and be unionized and that be my whole thing honestly I wanted to work for news and just do people's makeup on the news because I found that to be like dope as fuck it's so cushiony, you know, but I know I always would want to continue to chase and express myself artistically in so many other spaces. And I feel like now I'm in a space where I sat still and I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person that's always prioritized doing instead of feeling. And now I'm a new person or a newer version of myself that prioritizes feeling overdoing. Oh. And just letting those two marry each other is just so hard because they just don't want to. <laughs> They're not trying to marry each other. Um, uh, I was in such a space where it was just like my mental was just so fragile and I had to take a fucking break. And I feel like we don't realize how much of a break we kind of need from chasing our dreams. Like you've seen it in so many people like uh, Jojo from It's Just a Little Too Late. And I can't wait. That Jojo, right? She was humongous when I was like, what high school from 13 to high school and then I haven't seen that girl for like years and then I saw her recently well on tv and she kind of was just talking about it on her instagram that like she still deals with like stage fright and anxiety from performing and I'm just like I know that's this girl's passion this is a wildly talented woman and because she was like 13 spitting facts you know what I mean like you can listen to a JoJo song and relate to it today. And that voice of hers is just, you can't deny the talent. But to know somebody like that, that just needed such a break because of just, I feel like a lot of it's career heartbreak. I know she had like major upsets in her career where she had to like ditch her label and like try to get out of her record deal and she couldn't. 
and like it put her it slowed her whole career and her artist trajectory in such a way that um that's a detriment to us as fans and as people that appreciate art and love music and I'm just thinking of it me as a fan that just wasn't able to hear her voice and just kind of like tuned it out and forgot who she was and embraced other people to like fill that wound can you imagine being the artist in that space where you were dominating everything and you just were like I'm achieving everything I want and then it's just like taken away from you it's like robbed you know that's a whole new form of art heartbreak and I feel like that's a lot of what I've gone through like I was a makeup artist going, like, doing some really cool shit, and I was miserable. (laughs) Like, I was not in a good space. My work environment was not the right space. And it was just, like, I don't know, like, my body, like, starts to show me it if I'm not acknowledging how I feel in it. Like, my body will just wear it, and after a while, like, I just, like, ballooned up. It was like I was like bloated. It was weird. And I was just like, who is this person? Why do I feel this way? But I felt it. Uh, Well, I think marinating on the heartbreak. Once you realize those like experiences in career heartbreak, when you like you would like I expected or you would normally expect to leave that all together you know what I mean like if you're into like music or drawing or art or writing and then it's just like you've had something like a career heartbreak a massive one that just like shatters you you pull away to rebuild in a whole new environment and you just kind of don't expect to return normally right but we're dealing with passion we're dealing with love. We're dealing with like purpose. And maybe that's a dangerous word for me to use right now cuz purpose I feel like is um like I feel like my purpose has a lot to do with makeup artistry and I feel like purpose has to do with spirituality and your connection to people and things and just growing and being a better person but it I feel like it when you have like a mission in art that is purposeful just as well like there's something in you that you just have to express and release it it has to be shown it has to be seen it has to be felt it has to be let out you know and that's my thing but you don't expect to return to it <laughs> and the fact that it's like now I'm returning to it. I think it took me a while to acknowledge it because I felt like I, I I thought I was just like a major procrastinator or I just didn't believe in myself and I was just dragging my feet to do it. And I think that I'm not dragging my feet. It's not something you can't do, babe. You're fucking scared. <laughs> you're fucking scared and you're really angry and that is valid that is valid for me 
And I'm sure for a lot of people that have been in spaces where, like, you get to do your art and then there's conditions to it. And then you get to do all those things you wanted and dreamt of, but there's rules and they're not your rules, but you already agreed to do it. Oh my God, this is like those people that sign their lives away. (laughs) I think that's why that pulls on my heartstrings so much. But, but, okay, I digress. We're going to get back to my point. You get to live the experience, but you don't get to feel it. Because the conditions and the rules applied by someone else take your feelings away from it. Because it's not yours, it's theirs. You're just an instrument to project it. And that's not how you wanted your art to be seen. That's not how you wanted it to be loved. That's not how you wanted it to be remembered. But that's how it's existing. And that's heartbreaking. And I'm sure for people like Jojo and countless other artists that have been in those spaces where they've gotten to do, you know, perform for God knows who anywhere or receive so many of their dreams and their things that they wanted and then it's just like the grimy part and the slimy part of it is like you fucking hate your label your manager is a douche (laughs) like uh you don't want to wear this you don't want to look like this like doja cat is a great example she wanted to change her name but her manager didn't let her or told her not to she's been performing say so and she hates it because she has to do it for so long she wants to hurry up and finish like her obligations and her record deal so she can just perform how she wants to do it and it's just like there's something so like oh my god I'm just reflecting you know what I mean and it's just To look back on moments where you've just allowed somebody else to dictate how you express your purpose is is like, uh, I can say heartbreaking a million times, but it's just something that is just like taking away from you. It's, It's just like having a leech. You know what I mean? They take some blood, you know, after a while you don't feel it, but then the blood... The leech gets full and you're lightheaded. And then it continues to happen. And you're even more lightheaded. This time you're passed out. You know what I mean? But the leech is full. Super full. But it's still taking from your blood. <laughs> but you're still there for the leech to drain you. And it's just like it drains you so much to have somebody else dictate what you need to do in your existence, in your purpose, and in your love. And think of just returning back to that where you are exposed to those energies and those possibilities of things. (laughs) I'm, I'm having trouble forgiving myself for being in that space. But at the same time, I can also say I didn't know that that's what it would take for me. But then that's also, like, my dragging of the feet. And I'm sure that's what led to JoJo's stage fright. I'm sure that's where Doja's kind of thinking, like, can I finish this up and just, you know, get to perform and still have the same caliber of people attracted to me and the same art? And it's like, you don't know. You don't know for sure. 
I'm I'm not going to know for sure, but I know this is what I want to do, and it makes me weary. So now I'm in a new space, because I'm just like, what I want to do is grow my own business, and there's still so many other parts that I want to do, but it's something that I know I want to do for my own self, and I'm pursuing it. And in pursuit of it, I didn't expect myself to not have more determination and more drive and more pursuit and more like sprinting energy like I ran for these motherfuckers that I've worked with before right (laughs) you know like I I I just expected myself to just be this vicious and it's just like I can't give a fuck less (laughs) I'm like maybe that's not what it is and I'm just like I did it with my heart right the first time So I kind of have to have my heart be okay with it this time. And how can I do that? I'm like, I kind of have to face the demons of my past. You know, the points where, like, I did did agree to things that I wasn't okay with. I did, like, allow behaviors that I wouldn't allow today. But I think it's like, I have to prioritize the now when looking back at the past and that's a very difficult moment because those are two different people (laughs) um but it's kind of like in those moments I think because you go through those experiences of heartbreak you have like a whole new sort of protection against things yeah like the way I protect myself now I feel like it was necessary for me to do because I feel like I was too accessible for so long and for so many people and I just kind of recluded my all my energy back into myself and I think this is why I'm able to reflect on what I'm feeling and just be more in a space more emotionally intelligent with myself and prioritizing what I'm feeling because when I didn't I I was depressed I was functionally I was like a high functioning depressed person and I don't ever want to get back to that I don't think anybody wants to I'm sure that's why Jojo has her anxiety and her stage fright because who wants to get back to a space where you just felt that way But you can't stop doing what you love. So how do you marry the whole relationship? Like, how do you, like, just iron it over? It's like, you have to let your experiences be what they are. And you have to hold on to, like, your new knowledge of things. Like, those experiences led you to have this knowledgeable place. So I'm just like, with what I've gone through... I wish the moments where I wasn't the greatest because I can't even say everybody like I was a victim and shit. I wasn't a victim. I was an asshole too. And that's not okay. (laughs) So it's like, I think it's also important to know the shadow sides of yourself. I think it's very important to know the shadow sides of yourself. 
Oof, that's very important. And I think I definitely got to witness the shadow parts of myself. And I know it all too well. I know the shadow parts of myself. And it, and it's not fun. It's I look back on it now and I was just like, I was just miserably insecure. And I was just trying to just exist and thrive and win. And doing things with that energy is just not good, guys. Mm, it's not good and also doing things for someone else is just not good to please yourself especially when it comes to like your purpose and with what you love and your talent it's not good it's not good it hurts it hurts it hurts it hurts it hurts and I think I'm grieving that I'm grieving that so that I can thrive in what I want I think it's just like I'm also forgetting the parts where I had fun in it because I also always just did it for success, money, um, to get ahead, to get what I needed. You know what I mean? Like there was always a, a, a goal set behind it and that's not bad, but I think a lot of parts of your passion is just doing it because you love it and just it's fun and remembering that and I think I have to do my work at letting it be fun I have to work on fun and I think if you experience career heartbreak no matter what it is you have to have it be fun and how can you make it fun again like when you do it leisurely when you do it lazily when you do it without an intention when you do it just because and you do it and it doesn't it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to be something. It doesn't have to make sense. If you're at, like, I don't It doesn't have to make sense. That's completely letting my guard down, at least, even with myself, letting, like, just, like, a vulnerability of just, like, kiddish behavior, you know, something just sweet and gentle, and just living in it because you love it, whether, and if that's playing music, that means just, like, singing sillily, you know, make a bullshit song, sing a quote, sing something dumb, you know, hum something dumb, write a stupid song or just write something that makes no sense write letters whatever if it's math math wrong <laughs> present oddly like just make your just let yourself enjoy the experience that's a goal of mine i think that's what this year is going to be for me and i'm going to set it be that to be that to enjoy now have fun in the experience and I'm going to schedule time for just fun in the experience because um you know like your first love is like your silly love your second love is the love that just like you know wrong place wrong time and then like your last love is the one that is your soulmate that's how it goes right that's how it went in like sex and city right but like Carrie's second love uh, I'm going to count Alexander and I'm going to count 
Aiden for both the second loves. Oh, wait. Aiden can be the first because he was sweet. And then Alexander's the wrong place, wrong time because she gave up her whole life. And then the third would be <sighs> Big, supposedly. <sighs> Big is not. Anyways, whatever. For for a story's sake, that's what it's going to be. You do not want a big... You know what? Scratch that. We don't want Carrie's life. Let's do Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte makes way more sense. <laughs> so Charlotte's first love was... I feel like she fell in love before, right? She had her first love, right? Her second love, Trey. Wrong space, wrong time. You know what I mean? They were both like... They just couldn't merge as far as, like, people go. They just couldn't merge, right? And then third love, Harry. He was not what she expected, but the best thing she never expected to happen. You know what I mean? Like, Harry's Harry's a wonderful vibe. We're going for Charlotte's, Charlotte's love life, okay, guys? I mean, Trey was rich. He left her the apartment, at least, you know? <laughs> Left her the apartment. Charlotte doesn't have to work. Charlotte's filthy rich. And she was rich before everything. You know what I mean? Like, Carrie was a bum. But whatever. We're not in Sex and the City. <laughs> we're not in Sex and the City. So, I think that's what we're going to have to marinate on. So, our first love, your initial parts of it was when you just had, like, like it was just something you thought of doing and it was cool. Right? It was something you thought, you just knew this was right for you. Then your second love, my second love was, yeah, the massive, like, heartbreak. I think I had wrong space, wrong time. It just wasn't for me, right? And now my third is the one that I get to create and the one you get to create. Meaning, now that you have the knowledge that you do with, like, the career heartbreak you went through, you can now fix that con, for me, it was just being in an environment where I just felt, like, safe and good and fun, right? And I think whatever it is for you, whatever that heartbreak is, have the resolution prepared. Because that's your mission when it comes to coming back into this space. And make that your focal point. This is going to be safe. This is going to be love. This is going to be passion. And this is going to be good. We're not tolerating no see you next Tuesday behavior <laughs> like not from yourself or not from others it's just going to be a space of wonderful like joy it's going to feel like flutters not flutters like whatever something really good it's your soulmate it's going to challenge you sometimes it'll make you cry but the purpose won't ever deter from where you're at you know that purpose will still carry and if it ever feels like it is you know you have the power to removing that. Because you've went through this shit before. <laughs> You're like, I'm not tolerating this dumb shit. No. But it's going to know your standards and it's going to respect you. And it's not going to let that happen again. So it's like, we're allowing this experience to build us. Like, I think parts of career heartbreak... You know what my therapist told me? Like, the hardest part with going back to, like, like whether it's, like, romantic love or whatever. If it's romantic, let's apply it to that. The hardest part about going back into love and being loved right is knowing the um, trauma you kind of went through before. 
just returning back into that space where that possibility can happen or has happened. And I think that's what we have to know and be aware of, but not let it dictate the next steps for us. Which is hard because you have to actively make those choices and actively know what's going on. I think a big tip if you're like me and you're like on hermit mode, if you're like Jojo, but if you're like Doja Cat, I don't know. I think she's going to be, she says she's dropping her double album and she's going to be done with her record label. And she, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know what that space is. But if you're like JoJo, (laughs) I feel like that's a little bit more of like a, like a, like a a giant question mark. But if you're like JoJo, um, and like me, oh, fuck, I'd lost my train of thought because I was talking about Doja Cat. But I feel like JoJo has a, like a good thing. I think she's marinating back onto it and she's seeing her worth in it and kind of recreating what it means to her and she's doing it without like thinking of what it means to someone else and just thinking of her own energy to it that's what we're gonna say is what was my train of thought but I feel like I had a better end point on it (sighs) yeah this is gonna be tough it's going to be tough because of the mental practices. That's why I keep saying tough. But I don't think it's going to be tough in any other space. Because you're going to know better. You just now have the responsibility of knowing better. You know? So, with that, I say goodbye. Okay, guys? Until next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we're doing another podcast. I want to think of, like, a cool way of ending things, you know what I mean? Like, saying goodbye in, like, a fun way. Ciao, Bella. Bella, ciao, ciao, ciao. No, that's not what it's going to be. But peace and love, guys. Peace and love.